Welcome to a moment with M and MJ. Howdy, everybody. I'm Mary Jo Ryder. I'm Mike Ryder. Hey, Fawn. How would have you introduced yourself? I'm Fawn Steinberg. Back with us for another amazing episode. We had a good time last time. Yes, we did. It was awesome. Yes, it was awesome. Thanks for sharing. Thanks Absolutely. for coming out and sharing your heart. Thanks we appreciate for it. Allowing me to. Oh yeah, gosh. Allowing you to, it's like, <laughs> man, <laughs> this is awesome. Right, yeah, so, so we wanted um, to have you come out and share kind of what the Lord's been doing in your life. Yeah, um, a lot of times the scripture will be brought forth with uh, talking about using your testimony, you know, uh, as a way to, well, kind of as a weapon, for lack of a better word. Uh, Revelation twelve eleven. they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. Uh, so there's lots of power in our testimony. Because it basically, first thing it does is it gives glory to God. Absolutely. When it's something that he could do only, that we couldn't do in, the, in our own strength, and we have absolutely no doubt whatsoever that it was God, then that speaks to people who might be in a similar situation. Mm-hmm or whatever, and that will encourage them. It's like, oh, God, yeah, let's have God do this instead of just trying to do it myself. So anyway, you've had some, we've not known you very long, but it almost seems like it's been years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can agree to that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know, being veterans, we kind of have that common thread, but tell us, how, um, you know, when we, we started, um, kind of getting to fellowship with you and know you a little bit at church, and then you started coming out for prayer. Tell us what the Lord was doing in your life about that time, and then share what he did between then and now, and what he's, you know, what he's keeping on doing, what's going on. Okay. So as I shared in the previous episode, um, I'm here out of obedience. You know, I always said I wasn't moving back to South Dakota. I wouldn't do it. Uh And, you know, here I am out of obedience. And Obedience, you felt like the Lord, like God was telling you to move back. Yes. Okay. Um, So I knew when I was still in North Carolina, I knew for a good probably year and a half, Mm -hmm. a year, year and a half, um, that I was moving. So I had started purging and getting rid of things and selling things sure. and just in preparation sure. because, you know, yeah. we have to prepare. So when God says move, you can just move. Right. right. You're ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in the gym and God's like, this is October. And God's like, you're moving to South Dakota. And I said, excuse me. <laughs> I'm what? <laughs> I, I'm doing what? Like I was in the gym and I was, I was working out and I literally stopped mid-workout, and I was looking around, and I, like, it was, like, not the audible voice of God, but it, it almost could have been. It seemed like sure. it. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. I, I had my headphones in, and I was like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> what? I'm so, like, yeah. just awestruck. Uh-huh. Um, and so I move up here, and... In December, right? In December, Mm -hmm. yes. December of last year, so 21. Um, Closed on my house. Everything was smooth. Like, God's hand was just all over that. And I actually ended up getting almost $3,000 back at closing, which 
paid for my living room set wow. that I didn't have um, because I got rid of it. Yeah. And so it's just like these little blessings that God was doing, showing me like, yes, this is the right move. So uh-huh. I didn't have a lawnmower. I didn't have um, a snowblower and just sure. like all of these things that, you know, we kind of need just as we go through these different seasons. Yep. Right. And so my dad surprised me with a snowblower and nice. then the gentleman who lived there prior to me left me his lawnmower. Awesome. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> praise God. And then a big deep freezer in the basement. Nice. Because he's like, I don't want to move it. I sure. was like, okay. Thank <laughs> you. Because <laughs> right? yeah. um, those yeah. are expensive. Uh-huh. And yeah, so then um, finding Faith Family Church because my godmother had actually went there. Um, okay. I think it was in 2019 for a women's conference. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, and she's like, you need to go check out this church. You need to go check out this church. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I will. I will. It's the holidays, you know, I'm trying to get unpacked. And my focus was getting unpacked. And uh, my first time at the church, it was January 12th, uh-huh. 22. And it was a Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, this is cool, you know. Yeah. Very spirit-filled, and then I came back on that Sunday, and an incident happened, and I was like, yep, this is my church. Uh-huh. <laughs> this uh-huh. this is my home, and I never went and looked at another church, and then, you Praise know, God. got connected to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember, just through small talk, I think. I think it was something you were talking, or Seth was talking to you, or something like that, and then... I, I really just, I don't know what the deal was. Don't totally recall other than that. It was just the drawing of the Lord, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, we got to talk and I think, was it, who was it that invited you to prayer for the first time? Um, Justin and then Katie as well. Justin, Katie. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And then you started coming out and yeah, my first time out here was April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fool was on the devil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Come on now. He got the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah, so, we played a good April Fool's trick on him, didn't we? Yes, we did. And he said, you thought you had me for good, but uh-uh. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. So tell the listeners a little bit about things that you were dealing with and how the Lord ministered to you. Uh, deliverance, healing, Mm -hmm. things like that. Okay, so um, as I mentioned in the previous episode, the depression and the anxiety, not so, I haven't really dealt with anxiety much, um, but the depression was still very prevalent and it's something I really fought on a daily basis. Um, And I just learned, kind of learned how to live with it and, you know, pull myself out of the trenches. And, you know, I knew things that I had to do to prevent me from going back to that place. Sure. Were you like working with the word and putting the word in and s- as far as just having continual, having continual worship music playing and just speaking God's promises over my, over my life. Like, especially when the enemy tries to attack me, I'm like, no, I am the head and not the tail. Right. Mm-hmm. I am above and not beneath, right. you know, mm-hmm. you're beneath my feet. Right. And, you know, just speaking those things and, mm-hmm. you know, God is Alpha and Omega, and and I am a child of God. I am the daughter of the Most High. Mm-hmm. You know, just all of these affirmations that, that I have over the years implanted into my heart and sure. 
you know, just those things that I can speak over myself as, um, I would struggle with depression. Um, and then not so much suicide. Um, that wasn't really a thing, but just like, um, busyness of my mind. Sure. So not being able to focus mm-hmm. okay. on just one thing. Yeah. I was doing 50 things at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like an ADHD. Like you think of somebody who has ADHD and they're like, oh, I have to do this. And then, you know, you go to bring stuff into the laundry and then you realize, oh, I need to take this out for dinner. And then you never finish doing laundry. And then sure. you sure. start and then you're like, oh, I, I need to do the dishes. And then, uh-huh. oh, well, this has to go here. And the, you're just yeah. squirreling all over the place. And... Um, since coming out here and being delivered on April Fools, um, I haven't struggled with any of that stuff and, um, I have clarity in my mind and I don't have, you know, those, I don't even know how to explain it. Almost like static. Um, I think that's what you said. Almost the static. So I can read what I wrote. Sure. Sure. Um, Sure. Yeah. It was actually... The night after, or the night of. Mm -hmm. Um, So it says, What an amazing night of prayer and worship at Mike and Mary Jo's place. They delivered me from demons that had attached themselves to me during deployments. As Mike was casting the demons out, I felt them leave. I physically felt them leave my body. Praise God. And then Mike brings tears to my eyes. (laughs) And then Mary Jo anointed my head, and I immediately, like immediately, felt a cooling, calming peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding wash over me. And it started at the crown of my head. And it's like that, that oil, you know, it's just that washing of the oil. Um, And that just washed over me. And I seen my mind go from this gray static to this bright, pure white blank slate um, and I let out a sigh of relief, and I knew I was freed. Um, <laughs> and it was sealed by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And then, you know, on the way home, um, I'm playing songs off of my phone. Actually, this was the second time. Yeah, this was the second time. This was time. the second time. But so, yeah, you came out the first time, and then we dealt with all of that. Uh, for our listeners, Fawn was, you know, you listen to um, the first episode with her. She was deployed to Iraq, Kuwait, Afghanistan, yes. was in some combat situations. Dr. Mark Barclay was a, uh, uh, he was an infantry Marine in Vietnam. And he literally said this, and it bore, it, it really, it bore a lot of witness inside. Mm-hmm. He said, literally, every demon spirit will manifest itself in a combat zone. And you just, just think about the nature of, of the combat situation and everything, you know, you're trying to kill somebody, somebody's trying to kill you. I mean, that's just from the pit of hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I found out that that was your situation, that the Lord brought that to me immediately that, okay, this, this needs to be dealt with because yeah. there's stuff that, that, you know, needs to be handled. Attaches itself. Yeah, yes. it does. And so the Lord was able to do that for you. And then the following Monday, okay, and I think I told you about this Wednesday night before you came out that following Friday. Okay. Um, that I really felt like we needed to pray for you for, for physical things. 
because mm-hmm. we took care of you know the the stuff related to the combat situations we took right. care of all that that all took off but i knew there was some physical issues that needed to be dealt with hey all thanks for joining us for part two of fawn's testimony it's powerful powerful stuff We'll continue this again next week with part three. And uh, as always, if you'd like to support the ministry through prayer or financially, the links are down below. And we thank you so much for tuning in and listening. God bless, and we'll see you next time.